and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin the Clue. And Colin Cunningham. And this week, the devil's in the house. It's a Satan double bill. Double bill. And we don't mean Colin. <laughs> so we watched two movies from the 70s this week. We watched The Devil's Reign and... Satan's legacy. No, legacy of Satan. Yeah, you had, you had one. April chance. was like, "This is going to be a real rawhead Rex kind of thing." Oh, I'm going to get it wrong over and over they're again. They're very, they're very similar, and these two, these two movies have a lot of similarities. They were both released by the same company. Uh, what was it, Bryanston? Yeah, Bryanston, which was famous for probably being uh, mafia connected. They dealt with the distribution of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was famously uh, very illegal. In the it made tons of money and none of the filmmakers or the actors or anybody that works on the project got anything oh really like yeah. the so that the release was illegal or or like yeah like they kind of like hid money and it uh, was a huge box office success but people like toby hooper didn't see anything from it i know it oh, sounds terrible. like a regular hollywood release to me <laughs> but the devil's reign that was also a giant hit wasn't it oh my god was it ever no i think it ruined the director's career because <laughs> there's a cavalcade of stars i mean there's ernie borgnine uh, ernie Ber- borgnine <laughs> Yeah, Do you know friends call him. Okay. <laughs> uh, William Shatner, who's uh, um, kind of the star. Yeah, yeah. He gets psychoed out about 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah, and then Tom Skerritt. Yeah, everyone's yes. favorite from who, who, Alien, I guess. Who, who does absolutely nothing in this movie. Yeah, to... they, they kind of wasted Tom Skerritt, or he wasted himself. So, <laughs> <laughs> he wasted himself. April making the very judgmental. Wow. Uh, he, he wasn't trying, you guys. Shot, <laughs> really... Shots fired across the bow <laughs> Tom, Tom Skerritt. Skerritt who's who's getting... Googling his name right now against like, his mustache <laughs> yeah what's this movie about well it's a bit of a complicated story that is rich with lore and you're dropped <laughs> like right into it but basically there's this devil worshiping cult that goes back to the pilgrims and they have like everlasting life and they're after this one family who betrayed them Mm-hmm. And uh, William Shatner is one of the members of this family. And it starts off with the father of the family dying. And then William Shatner goes to check out this cult, which is in like an old West town. Yeah, he's going to try to save his mother, Ida Lupino. Yeah, it's like uh, a, an abandoned mining town or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Oh. And Ernie Borgnine is like the only... <laughs> Ernie, <you're> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, he's the only guy around. And right from the get-go, he's like, Hey, William Shatner. I don't know why my Ernie Borgnine is British. He says... He sends something. <laughs> Like he goes, that. hey, William Shatner, yeah. how's it going? I'm Ernest Borgnine. And then his like, eyebrows, like, whoop, 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 his, eyebrows. his eyebrows are out of control. They're huge in this and unkempt and very, very dark, considering his white hair. Uh, I want to yeah. say that my favorite thing of this movie, I'll go from the get-go, are Ernest Borgnine's eyebrows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just which eyebrow, both of them? Because it's your, <laughs> the left, the right, who knows? You can't, oh, they're both amazing. As the movie goes along, they get more and more satanic. Yeah, and, they're yeah. pointing. Pointy and like they they start to become like horns almost on the on the front of his I head. I think They're that's really what they were going for. Do you think there was know. a meeting where the director met uh, uh, Borgnine and was like, "Listen, um, well, we want to make your eyebrows all horny," and he's like, "Ah, no problem. Nope. I don't even need any makeup. I can do it myself." And then Boing. he, <laughs> he just thinks yeah. for a second, and they go. <laughs> That's his one skill. Yeah, Ernest Borgnine is so good in this movie. He's excellent. Yeah, it's not like a fantastic movie, but his performance is so like he's like 
He's gl- kind of ha- he's hamming it up. He's gleeful. Yeah, it should be in like his the evilness. Devil's Reign, starring mm. Ernest Borgnine yeah. and Miscellaneous. Yeah, yeah really. exactly. Because like William Shatner's kind of doing his thing. A very uh, red William Shatner. Yeah, yeah, this is the thing. So I think this came between uh, Star Trek, this, the original series, mm-hmm. and Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Where was Kingdom of the Vampire? Uh, no, Kingdom, Kingdom of the, of the uh, Spiders and all this. You know, I don't know. When was <laughs> T.J. Hooker? Uh, that was long after. Oh, I think okay. T.J. Hooker was in the eighties. Oh, but so, uh, yeah, I can tell that it's like pre-Star Trek movies. Yeah, he point. man, he is really red. You he must have just gotten out. like a lot of sun back when uh, Willie know. Shatner loved doing some boogie board and Wait, hold on like a second. Okay, so it's Ernie Borgnine, Willie, Sh- Willie. <laughs> no, Shatner. we used to call him Billy Shatz. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Shatz. Because he has an incontinence problem. <laughs> Yeah, he's as soon as you pointed it out, I couldn't stop looking at him, man. He's so red and he's so sweaty during this entire movie. He's, he's a like little dedicated. sweaty. But it may explain because uh, he is wearing like four layers of clothing. <laughs> yeah, for uh, I think all of the movie until he eventually puts on a robe like yeah, everyone which is else. The fifth layer of clothing. <laughs> he's, he's wearing like a vest and a fleece. It's and a, fla- flannel a flannel and... plaid shirt with a puffy vest and then a puffy coat. And <laughs> it's like California. Do you think that's why he's so red? Because like, he put all this clothes on? Like, I'm so sweaty. Oh, yeah. And also, the devil is like going into his body. And then his, his sixth layer was like his toupee that he's got. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sweat is pouring down. Wait, wait, wait. William Shatner wears a toupee? Uh, I, he wears actually more than one in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he has multiple. He has a wig at one point, and I don't mean the one that he wears every day in real life. Uh, speaking of wigs, uh, mm. John Travolta is in this movie, oh, too. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot because you can barely see him. <laughs> what would John Travolta say if he was in the room right now, Colin? He'd say, Oh, my, my hey, my hey, we got the devil's rain. It's rain. On my I spent hair. all day on my head. You know that John Travolta supposedly has like a room full of wigs. No just way. Just like hundreds of wigs. Yeah, that's what one of his assistants said. I think. That oh, makes I, sense. Yeah, it would be like. <laughs> Is it I, like from shitty to shittiest wig? I imagine it would just have like a retinal scan, and then it would open it up, and it's like. <laughs> And all his movies, he's like, I'm going to go with the face-off wig Yeah, today. it would be like, you know, welcome, Mr. Travolta. And then, like, the door is like, Bzzz. Well, supposedly this is his first movie, and they call him out, like, on the box, on um, all the promotional material now, because it's like, hey, John Travolta's you in this movie. barely see You him. can barely see he his face. He gets some close-ups, because he picks up the book, and he's the one who hands the book. Yes, Which everybody's after in this He film. has prosthetics on both his eyes. Now, mm-hmm. there's a thing in this movie where if your soul gets taken out and you become a minion of the devil's Yeah, if you, if you get indoctrinated. Not a minion. Into, <laughs> no, not <laughs> a different, different kind of minion. Not the animated minions, yeah. but yeah, you when you're get, indoctrinated into the, when you become a cult member, uh, what are you, pours this sort of like... The, the water of forgetfulness, I believe it's called. Yes. Uh, you, uh, alcohol, you Otherwise yeah, I made booze. the alcohol joke. Yeah. But uh, so their eyes become like blacked out, and so they have like these pieces of like black material on them. But it's supposed to look like they're hollowed out. Basically. Yeah, you couldn't. This is sort of pre CGI, so you can't like you know uh, makeup can't be negative. You have to sort of build up the sort of area around the yeah, eye. Yeah, so they kind of look like they all have like furrowed foreheads. And like with big puffy, on. Pe- puffy yeah, eyes. Yeah, I was thinking of Star Trek actually. Kind of kind of yeah. like something like, well, obviously because William, <laughs> William Shatner. Shatner. the scene where William Shatner holds his mother Ida Lupino at the beginning of the film oh, yeah. and we're like, all right, kiss. <laughs> you want to hear that? Like, looking in each other's eyes. No, you want to like see his POV of it. her and it has like, all, it's all got that haze filter. Yeah. Like, and like, it was the, like, the, the, the hazy mist. But uh, what else happens in this movie? Well, Tom Skerritt shows up. Yeah. Well, first of all, I guess like... Is uh, that your favorite part? Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt <laughs> showing no. up. He, uh, well, the movie kind of starts off right in this... Uh, it's like this big rainstorm. And, you know, it turns out that William Shatner's family... 
there is a very extended flashback in the movie where to the uh, pilgrim times back to back to pilgrim times they're wearing belts on their hats people <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know they're pilgrims that's the classic pilgrim spotting and way they're changing their language so little instead of like you they say like the so it's like, yeah it's still it's still Ernest Borgnine and yeah. he's just doing his like regular I voice. can't hear what Ernest Borgnine said I just look at the eyebrows and I'm I like, know that, they'll yeah. do all the acting for oh me. it's so amazing and he's like eyes get get all wide and stuff. Oh, he's great. Ernest Borgnine just... has never looked young. Like this no, movie came out yeah. in the 70s and I saw him at a Q&A in like <laughs> 2016 or it was like the year before he died and he looked exactly the same, the same as he does yeah. in this well, film. He's like one of those old-timey actors, you know, like Charlton Heston. It's like, you know, as, as soon as they were born, they were they were <laughs> born old, like 45. Like Wilford Wilford Brimley. Oh yeah, you can't you can't imagine. You know, it's just like maybe they've gone a bit gray, but they look identical. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a movie in film class, like, I think it was called like The Bad Day of Black, Black Rock, Rock or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. and he was in that, but I, John I film. feel like I, he was unrecognizable because he was a younger man. <laughs> he still has got that crinkly Borgnine face. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's got the big grin. That's with a great like one the, where the uh, Spencer straight. Tracy knows uh, karate when he's like fighting oh, guys. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could remember anything about that movie. <laughs> well, back ago. to Devil's Reign. What was your favorite part of it, April? Um, well, I'm going to keep talking about Ernest Borgnine <laughs> because uh, there's a part later in the movie where Ernest Borgnine, he's a leader of this cult. He's very charismatic. In fact, the cult members all just go like, <laughs> they're really more like zombies. Yeah, they kind of um, are. But yes. Yeah. So later, uh, he actually transforms into like a goat person. Yeah, yeah, it's like a ram. It's an evil ram. And the special effects, the makeup effects are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like, you can still see like most of his face. It's just exaggerating certain features. Yeah. And he has these big ass horns. It looks great. Yeah, he's got like his face. Crazy eyes. His yeah. face is just, uh, it's it comes alive. made for prosthetics. Like it's a uh, very cartoonish and uh, almost like a caricature. Yeah, when he, he gives you that Borgie smile and he's yeah. like oh it's terrific he can really wear he wears it yeah you know? and he really sells it too with his eyes like uh he's like yeah. the poochie of this movie but like the good poochie <laughs> yeah anytime ernest borgnine's not on screen every character should be like where's ernest borgnine uh, speaking it like god especially like throwing him in this movie and he's so charismatic and then you have tom skerritt yeah William Shatner, I guess, gets captured by the cult, and then all of a sudden, we switch to Tom Skerritt, who's his brother. He's With his brother. Uh, Skerritt's psychic wife. Psychic wife, which is thrown in out of nowhere. And she barely has a scene. Like, she she has, like, a psychic flashback to the Pilgrim time, but she's also, like, barely in this movie. Yeah. She exists there, essentially, to be captured. Exactly. And kidnapped, and then they have to rescue and her. And Tom Skerritt. <laughs> is really bad at rescuing. Tom yes. Skerritt is useless in this movie. He's so useless. That at the end, uh, a scientist buddy of him has to show up randomly out of nowhere and save the day. Tom Skerritt gets dressed in a cloak and just kind of walks through yeah, the he, world's he, tiniest crowd. Yeah, he infiltrates the cult. Watching William Shatner as he gets like his eyes Zomb- gouged zombified out. Zombified or whatever like, you want to call does, it. Does nothing. Does nothing. <laughs> and he has a shotgun too. Yeah. He just watches. And you're thinking, okay, up. when's he going yeah, when's when's to stop this? When's he going to stop? He waits till it's all over and then he's like, no. And then he runs away. And then he runs away. Shoots two people, and you're like, Wait, you had a shotgun the entire time? You could have done something. You suck, Tom Skerritt. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah, so then but, he has a scene with this, the scientist man who basically explains everything. Yeah, and the scientist man is like, I should have been the hero and of this movie. And then he comes comes with him to yeah, the, and he to steps the church in. at the end. So and- it kind of turns out, like, I think Shatner's family back in the day had stolen this satanic Bible and hidden it all these years, and it's sort right. of their, you know, uh, 
I guess their legacy. Their ne- prov- their necromom. <laughs> necromom. Necromon- <laughs> Necronomicon. <laughs> Necronomicon. So uh, his family has to ha- keep this hidden from the satanic cult, and I don't know why they don't move away. Like they seem to be pretty close to this. And it doesn't seem like there's anybody else around. It's the classic Satan mistake as well, which is like these Satan worshipers. Uh Oh, they shouldn't have worshiped Satan. Cause it kind of bites them in the ass by yeah. the end. What was your favorite part of the movie called? I gotta say the end. If you're leading up to it, I mean, this so, is what the devil's reign is like famous for. Yeah. It's so just it, like it, melty. Even, well, according to the, the cover of the Blu-ray, it is oh, <laughs> the actual poster it says like the, what, is it the the, it's like the ending. most exciting ending to ever appear on screen. And as you know, if you're listening to this podcast, it's the devil's reign, R-A-I-N. And it's very confusing because like suddenly there's an object also called the devil's reign. Yeah, it would it looks, have been funny if it had been like some film can. He's like, don't destroy the devil's yeah. reign. I think that, that unlocked the, the devil's reign. But you're right. It was like contained within this. Yeah, but they kept calling it the devil's yeah, reign as it, well. Yeah, it's kind of vessel. a cool prop. It's like a little like CRT TV with a with a golden ram's head on top and it's like a glass dome kind of yeah but it has like a tv playing and it's supposed to be all the souls that they've indoctrinated into the church and and, so tom scarrett and his scientist buddy uh find this thing and tom scarrett just gets easily taken down and put in the corner useless (laughs) and his scientist buddy is like shatner take the devil's reign i know your mind is possessed but you can actually destroy you have the strengths and ernie borgnine sits to the side being like no give it to me and he's like two feet away from him he's like arguing he's like it'll be much much worse for you if if you you don't if you if you smash this thing full Mm -hmm. of souls basically shatner smashes it Mm -hmm. and uh the church roof explodes open and the devil's reign the devil's reign pours upon all them is out it's acid rain yeah it's pretty much acid rain so anytime it it rains and all the followers and the robes and stuff and yeah their faces start to melt and dissolve this scene goes on for 30 minutes so at least 10 minutes long but we we got a little uh taste of it at the very very beginning of the movie when the dad comes home yeah uh shocking no one really they just kind of stare at him well i was like because the mom kept going it wasn't really him i don't believe it and i was like huh? but then later you find, <laughs> later you find out that the classic wait are you scooby-doo yes then later no later they find out that uh once their souls are taken out and put in this orb their bodies are not like they're not really them so that's what she meant he, because he had the black blacked out eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. It's funny that like the people trapped are just essentially up against like a plate glass yeah. window, and it's raining. They're like, "Let no. me in." Yeah, and you can for for one brief <laughs> second you can see John Travolta. Like, you do. I swear to God, hey, let me out of this devil's ring. But uh, back to the melty people. Oh yeah, so they. Uh, it's the it's very effective, uh, and it's really gross because mm-hmm. it just keeps going on and on. It's like like hands are melting. They start looking like uh, the guy from RoboCop. The best he, effect yeah. is that like they put tubes into their eyes so their eyes like oh the eye sockets like green stuff it's like green and like like pinky flesh color kind of so i noticed earlier they stabbed one of them and there was like two holes i guess it was like a pitchfork or something and one hole spurted green and one spurted yeah it's like they bought (laughs) up the entire town's supply of like marshmallow topping and (laughs) just like feeding it through these tubes and squirting it out of their faces and it goes on as april said forever until they're like our favorite thing which are dummies that scrunch up like oh yeah they get like sucked and then the the church explodes and it's like a great explosion 
explosion too. We Tom, needed an explosion. Tom Skerritt weasels out of it, just running away. Ah, uh, it was a useless character. <laughs> uh, and, and then uh, yeah, he throws like Ernest or Ernie Borgnine. <laughs> yeah. His friends call him Ernie. Yeah, Borgnine. into this like fire pit, and mm-hmm. and, and it explodes. Which it ex- it I mean, explodes. it's not you know I want that like stiff dummy going. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll, but I'll take what I can get. Oh, they had great explosions, and then it sort of like ends with everybody. It's like, all right, the church is all burned. Everybody's dead. All the followers and then are dead. It ends, and then with, Tom with Skerritt, twist. you know, he's hugging his wife, and he's like, "We made it." And then, uh, and then cuts to reverse angle. The it's wife, not his wife. No, no, wasn't it? She was hugging. It was her hugging Tom Skerritt. Oh, was and it? And then she realizes she's hugging Ernest Borgnine. No, no, no. It was no. the other way around. Ernest it was Borgnine the other way was around. hugging Tom Skerritt. And it cuts to the wife in the yeah, like, trap. Yeah, that would make more sense. And I yes. think Tom Skerritt's like, ah, this is an upgrade. Ernie Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. He's <laughs> like, hey, 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 Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> you may know me from, from here to eternity. And you'll soon know me from Escape from New York, which isn't going to come out for like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll still look the same. <laughs> Classic Ernie Borgnine jokes. Okay, um, so what was your favorite thing? Uh, I said it was Justin. Ernie Borgnine's dancing um, oh, his caterpillar eye- his eyebrows. eyebrows. Oh, yeah, okay, his that, eyebrows. That counts. They deserve like a kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I was I was going to say like an award or something like that. Just for Ernie Ernest Borgnine's Borgnine's eyebrows? eyebrows? It was really funny at the well very groomed. beginning. Mm-hmm. When the movie opens and then uh, William Shatner's dad shows up and he's all melting mm-hmm. and he's got like a kind of like a melty face and uh, he's got a mustache on, but then they have a close up of his face and you can see that they've just laid the makeup over, but the actual actor has a mustache on underneath the makeup. Because they were melting the makeup layer and then as it went away, you could see his mustache. No, the makeup layer had a mustache, but then the actor also had a mustache so you could see the seam between his real mustache and the makeup (laughs) with the other mustache. (laughs) It's like, why did he just shave his mustache? That was the true mystery that haunted us throughout the film. You never see that actor with his normal face. It was the 70s. Why did he need a mustache? not have a mustache. Caesar Romero. Oh yeah, from Batman. the guy who played the Joker on Batman Oh, right. Refuse to shave his mustache yeah. and they put makeup over it. Yeah. Why should he? Why should he have? To why shave should he his have mustache? To? Caesar, Just for Batman. Caesar Romero. So uh, the second movie that we watched, which I actually picked before you guys picked The Devil's Reign. Yeah, this is really which weird. Is like I wanted to do Legacy of Satan. Okay, and it was just because I'm like, oh, this was directed by Gerard Damiano, most famous for directing the hardcore film Deep Throat with Linda Lovelace. This was his only non-pornographic film. In fact. There's not even any nudity in this film anywhere. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> it's still got like sexy yeah, stuff sexy in stuff. it. But speaking of uh, hardcore, we didn't even talk about the director of Devil's Reign, um, Robert. I think it's Fwest. Fwest. Uh, he said the Devil's Reign destroyed his career. And he was pretty successful before this. Yeah, he did he's the most abominable... famous for like the abominable Dr. Fives, the Vincent Price movie. Yeah, and then Return of Dr. Dr. Fives, yeah. yeah. And uh, afterwards, the only other, <laughs> I think, maybe a theatrical, I'm putting it in air quotes, film, because Colin pointed this out, was Aphrodite, which had an R-rated and a hardcore version. Oh, Jesus. So they're both hardcore directors yeah, that we're talking so about he today. Kind of, he kind of, his career like transitioned into like yeah. sort of porn. Well, I mean... Uh, Gerard Damiano's career did not transition into <laughs> normal, non-pornographic <laughs> films because after Legacy of Satan, he just went right back into it. I mean, uh, Legacy know. of Satan, stylistically, other than there being no naked women or men, yeah. feels like a porno. It does. It, it really yeah, does. It kind of does. It has like the, the quality of a porno. Definitely the acting and the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. The plot of this movie is that a woman is having weird dreams of, like, uh, I guess... 
orgasmic visions where um, satanic people kind of surround her and she ends up man there's not even that much plot to this movie no, it's like okay, a setup so that- they have a friend her and her husband have a friend and he is into this new cult and so he kind of points them towards the wife mm-hmm. and then this random cult member just goes into their bedroom and steals a picture of her and they bring this to the cult and then they do this like ceremony spe- spell or, or ceremony on her and then that like makes her crazy well I think yeah she selected uh, I was yeah. reading the plot on Wikipedia and you're like I, I didn't like, get any of that I didn't get any of that from the movie <laughs> I think she selected it's like once in a thousand years like uh, mm. this woman she's can, gonna be like uh, the queen of Satanism yeah she's sort of set to marry the yeah. head of the the satanic cult and um it the film does feel like it should have sex scenes that like interrupt the plot yeah and it was uh, originally yes. written to have sex scene Gerard Damiano was like this is so strong it doesn't need him I'm gonna make a psychological thriller I don't know why I think Gerard Damiano talks like this a psychological thriller in the style of repulsion or Rosemary's Baby because Satanism yeah. was in in the early yeah, yeah. 70s well clearly it was because like these two directors made these similar movies although there's so little story in this and there's <laughs> yeah. so much story in the devil's reign yeah, and it's like backstory in devil's reign well, i would say yeah, yeah. but devil's reign feels like a two-hour movie cut down to 85 minutes it's, it's trimmed which is which, yeah, so like i said more. i'm not complaining about and yeah. uh legacy of satan feels like a claustrophobic shot in one mansion room that was yeah. 30 minutes and padded out to 65 and it's yeah. only 65 minutes and it felt so long <laughs> it, it feels quite a bit longer because really nothing happens you know what really propelled me through it and my favorite part was that <laughs> sweet soundtrack oh my god <laughs> since like you've never heard before wait, wait, wait. all the way throughout and like this is a movie that atonal. if you're um gonna tell a story about like uh, a character that's going crazy throughout the film usually you want to start them in a place of stability and then kind of take that away from them no nope, not in this movie no she's crazy right from the because get-go. the woman that stars in the film is just like Ugh! like she's like let's have sex and she starts crying and then she's that like, was after she had the the curse put on her by the awful dream yeah that's right because before she, she start was like, off what was the line that she kept repeating over and over again <laughs> oh george don't, Stop don't, being don't, so obstinate. Don't obstinate. Obstinate. <laughs> Which he says twice in the same scene. And, and I'm pretty comes, sure it's the exact same audio. And she comes twice. in the room with the drinks for the two guys and she goes, here's the booze. Or the booze is coming. <laughs> the booze is, yeah, it was something really funny. Like that. And we're all sitting like, when are they going to have sex? <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's primed for sex happening and it doesn't happen. I mean, you can just look at the background of this film <laughs> at the insane wallpaper all oh over the place. Yeah, the designs are, it's like, it has that mirrored wallpaper, like... I didn't know that was a thing. It was a thing in uh, one of the houses I lived in as a kid. Really? Had, Were you like, there's ghosts and it's just your reflection? No, it's in the in the bathroom. It had mirrored. It was like a 70s weird <laughs> lava crazy. lamp pattern. Wow. And then uh, some of it was like mirrored. It was very well, strange. We had, and like our, our basement, I my house I grew up with, the basement still has it. Like a whole wall was a mirror, but it had like a design on it. That's because when your parents had sex, you could look at each other in the reflection. <laughs> What, like on the wall though? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you seen American Psycho where like oh, Christian yeah. Bale's like yeah, flexing so. and pulling So I don't know if that's like a 70s. There was a lot of 70s. Like, you know, they had like velvet <laughs> patterns on wallpaper. Oh man, and, everybody in this movie is also wearing like medallions silk pajamas. And medallions. Oh yeah, and yeah. big, big chunky jewelry. All right, so I know that Colin and April are going to have a little bit of difficulty here. So Colin, do you want to go with your favorite thing being medallions? Oh my God, now I'm kind <laughs> of struggling. wallpaper. 
I'm trying to think. Like, there are actually some legitimately interesting. I think, you know, the scene where she's sort of going crazy in the uh, mm-hmm. uh, satanic house and it's very sort of lit. she takes the drugs. Yeah, they, yeah, where they, she gets poisoned at the, the party thing. with three people. Yeah, she kind of yeah. has like a freak out, and she's running through the house, and uh, you know, it's sort of lit like Suspiria. It's got that, and kind then of, suddenly Marty Feldman, Martin, pops out. Marty Feldman pops out. <laughs> it's just a guy that looks like Marty Feldman. I don't know. That's the only thing I can really think of. This to be movie honest. had a lot in common with the movie Mandy, which just came out. Uh, <laughs> it's like the same plot. It's a satanic. It's a satanic cult who sees a woman and says, "I must have her." They capture her. Yeah. They drug her. They indoctrinate her into a cult. That's what it. That's it as stops. far as that's it goes. It. Except yeah. that's it. Uh, but, other yeah. than Mandy, this one actually gives a little bit of agency to the woman character, as opposed to Mandy, who just kills her off. Yeah, and true. fridges her to give motivation to Nicolas Cage. Ooh, she somehow like gets indoctrinated into this cult, and she becomes the cult. Um, queen. queen well it, it's weird because the film sets you up for the structure where like her uh, boyfriend shows up and he has a neon lightsaber out of hand. nowhere yeah <laughs> so they're like he's they're, gonna save the day supposedly. it's like a wedding ceremony so she's about to be married to the the cult leader and then the boyfriend comes in with a glowing sword mm, like, and it's at, two at, neon um fluorescent tubes yeah. tied together. But I can only imagine what it would be in the hardcore version if they originally, that wouldn't be it's a sword. Like, it wouldn't be a sword. It's like Edward Penis hands, like one big dick. As my good friend Adam the Riot Thorn said, you know, you'd think it would be Edward Penis hands. It'd be like funny, like floppy dildos. It's not. It's, it's not? like a hard dildo that's all veiny. Oh. It's gross. But yeah, so he stabs, or he hits the cult leader in the face with this laser sword mm-hmm. and then he runs away and, and you're then, like oh this is the end of the movie right yeah, and so feels our like cult leader is like on the ground like supposedly dead <laughs> and then no the cult like overtakes you know the husband and so he goes away and then our main character the woman is just now the leader of the cult yeah and we look and we're like there's still 15 minutes left yeah. in this movie so then she's nursing him back to health the cult leader for the last 15 minutes of the movie and uh, it doesn't work. She tries. She kills a couple cult members to feed him he needs blood. blood. Yeah, yeah. They set up earlier tomatoes. in the movie, mm-hmm. and then he, he's got this gross, like, uh, like yellowish. It's also kind of like uh, the Robocop man, <laughs> melty, yeah. melty yeah, face. It's like the sort of spreading disease. It looks thing much, on his face. much worse than I, the effects. Yeah, it looks pretty terrible. Obviously, I made a Pizza the Hut joke. Yeah, yeah. he, looks he, like, he looks like he's melting cheese. And then, so it doesn't work, and then uh, the movie ends. He yeah, just, well, they obviously are like making symbolism or drawing parallels to like Christianity because she looks like Mary Magdalene at the end. Or yeah, she does. She's like, please, like, bring him back to life. Give me a sign. And then it's like, uh oh, now she's mutating too. Yeah, she turns yeah. her head. She she's turns got her got head, and then flesh. she's got the rotting flesh that the guy had as well. And I so, guess uh, what was your favorite part, April? You didn't give us anything. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> take well, all. Take all the time you want. Yeah, that's one, right. One thing: the Devil's Reign is not. It's not going to go down in history as the best like bad movie or anything like that. Um, but there was a lot of good in it, and it really made this movie look terrible in comparison but you know sometimes you want that porno feel <laughs> like people standing too close to walls yeah um <laughs> I, I did not really enjoy this movie but i can always find something nice to say mm-hmm. um so uh i'm gonna go with the fashion there's a lot of uh i mean it's kind of default like 70s fashion although the other movie took place in the 70s too and there wasn't anywhere near all these like weirdo 
not just the jewelry, but like, you know, satin pantsuits and, uh, you know, lingerie that's like wallpaper pattern. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Yeah, like the, the, the like bra slash like dress that she wears yeah. to bed not matches not only the bedspread, but also the wallpaper. Uh, also, yeah. her makeup was really good throughout the movie. Well, they Some go to great co- makeup tips. They go to the costume party and they're like, oh, get a costume inside. And what she wears is not a costume. It yeah. is the weirdest costume party. By the party. way, she also put on more makeup. So they gave her makeup at this costume. They're yeah. like, your costumes are in here. And hers is like literally like coverings, just the basic, like she's, there's, it's like a thong in the back. So it's not yeah. even a bikini, it's less. And like a sheer uh, piece of material just going over her. So she's I, like basically naked. I, I think it's supposed to be like a swan kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I think it, it was. Like yeah. yeah. It's kind I of diaper so. shaped though. It's just, and like white. the uh, the husband gets like a jester, yeah. like a court jester costume. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gets the, the, the dunce, so It's very weird. It's like kind of, she gets this call out of nowhere. Oh, mm. we're going to a costume party and it's like, they'll provide the transportation. So this limousine the driver, the Richard Benjamin guy from earlier, comes to pick them up in a Rolls Royce, drives into this mansion or castle and they've already got got the costumes waiting for them yeah God, you know you guys have been to costume parties right cool. where the costumes are just there I even though they're them. like underwear and shirts you hate costumes right where's this it's hate just, for costumes come a, from it's not a hate i used to love dressing up it's just it's such a pain dude in you guys there are parties where they have a box of hey if you didn't bring a costume i was invited to one of those like, but not I underwear should, should, <laughs> i don't know no well this is the God, weirdest no. thing strangely enough i was oh, invited no. what kind of party did you go to i was invited to one a key swapping party back in the 70s no and the costume that they had ready for everybody was cult members. Really? Yes. Oh, right. So they painted like a little like moon symbol on your forehead and then they oh gave you Oh my God, a... moon symbol was the symbol in this movie. Yeah, and then they gave you, I was like, Brother Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're like, welcome costume. the demon queen. I mean, the guys in this movie all wear giant like... Uh, uh, pendants with moons on them. Yeah, like yeah. moon medallions. And the cult leader's pendant is three, three <laughs> times so the size as everyone else's. So it's that's like a, it's like a pie pan or something that he's cut out. It's he's so like big. he made a request. He's like, I think my character would have the biggest, the one. biggest one. <laughs> yeah. But also, they were like half baked vampires. They were all like drinking each other's bloods and mm-hmm. biting people on the neck. And yeah, it didn't really make any. They were half baked. <laughs> yeah, they were fully baked. I mean, it was the seventies, so we were wondering like. Uh, was it acid at this point, or what was the drug of choice that was going oh, on? All of it, all, all of it, it. except well, not cocaine. Yeah. Well, they they actually drug her, and she's like running around like with her hands in the air, like Whoa. it was kind of cool. I, I liked how the the sets were lit in that sequence. And yeah, was like, it was oh, it was atmospheric. Like a, I guess just like an, you know, it, like, you know, it was just it's cheap and it was obviously shot in like yeah. five to six days, oh, probably. I think so. Very claustrophobic. You feel like yeah. you're right there. Yeah, definitely. There was a good sense of like. It had like a weird quality where mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you kind of... <laughs> These know. actors were never seen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a document of real life. This was a double billed by um, that mafia-based production distributor with Andy Milligan's blood. And Andy Milligan is another crazy director. Really? That, um, we'll have to watch it. Yeah, he's famous as like one of the worst directors of all time, but... Wait, so this was released with... Uh... Yeah, well, it was actually double billed with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought and, Devil's Reign was. Oh, was it? Oh, I'm so confused. Yeah, Devil's Reign was with the uh, same Chainsaw company. Massacre. Oh, I thought this one was released with Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. 
They were all together. Maybe, in it, maybe it was. Or maybe this is inaccurate. Who knows? Texas but... Chainsaw. And then you watch Legacy of Satan. Then you watch yeah. Devil's Reign. Then <laughs> Andy Milligan's Blood. What a night, right? <laughs> and then you're just like, Call I don't want to anymore. Bill. <laughs> With horror. <laughs> double, double Bill. <laughs> uh, so, uh, where can people find this movie? Satan's Legacy. Legacy of Satan. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like April uh, refuses to see Legacy of brain, Satan. It's Rawhide Rex. My brain won't, won't remember it. Rawhide Rex. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, I think it's really tough to get at this point because it was released by Code Red Blu-ray, who are famous for releasing things in like like 300 copies and then like oh, cutting it out of print and be like, we're not releasing anymore. Yeah. But on their version, it's like pristine and it is released as a double bill with Andy Milligan's blood the same way it was presented. It at was a the good, uh, it was a pretty good copy. Yeah, it's a really good copy, which is crazy. As I was watching it, I was thinking like, where was this like negative or pristine 35 millimeter print like sitting all this time yeah. and, like in someone's basement usually like these kind of films the way they get released is that it's a um whatever de- a company developed the film mm-hmm. they close their studio they just sell all the films for nothing. oh really okay yeah that's how most of these like exploitation films do get sold so it wasn't like preserved in a salt mine somewhere no <laughs> usually it's like it's it, i don't like sinistate or companies like that they're like oh we're closing our business we're gonna we, if you want to come in with a pallet on the down low we'll give you all these negatives to movies oh really for like a thousand dollars a pallet yeah there's wow. like famous stories about that I mean I don't think that happens very often anymore because it's not a common thing but that's what there we go Spielberg's there. Ready Player One on a pallet <laughs> <At> 70 millimeter <laughs> well you know like they junk those right because like we asked for the digital version of Speed Racer and yeah. the, the uh, Warner Brothers were like oh we don't have that we're like, you don't have it? They're like, nah, we just got rid of it. I'm like, really? that's crazy. They just didn't think they'd ever need it. Yeah, that's crazy. Because <laughs> movies like Legacy of Satan will exist, but like other films digitally will just not anymore because people wow. don't keep track of them. And everybody just assumes, ah, somebody else must have a copy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this copy, there were like some scratches on it, but overall it was pretty good. Shockingly mm-hmm. good, like, yeah. yeah. Especially was... for a movie like a, this quality, quality, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean? Budget. <laughs> and The Devil's Reign is available on Blu-ray. Yeah, where did we get this, April? Uh, Severin I, released. It. Yeah, I ordered it off Amazon. Uh, where did, who who loaned this to us? I got this uh, for my dad for Christmas last year. Because he's Devil's Reign <laughs> fan number one, right? He is. He asked for it specifically. He loves this movie. And then we just recently um, borrowed it. I'd never seen it before. I didn't really know much about it. But I'm definitely glad I watched it. Yeah. I, I like that. Didn't he say when he gave it to you? He's like, people think this is a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it is. And you're like, thank you, dad. No, and he, then you're like, let's go record my bad movie podcast. It's weird. It. No, he like people, uh, people say it's terrible but i love it anyway. yeah it's weird because like when he handed it to me he said hail satan oh <laughs> my he? god yeah he was like hail hydra yeah <laughs> and then he I'm like i looked up and then he had these like ram horns <laughs> oh, i was no. like oh that's why april spawn is already bored nice he's just a big tom scarrett fan maybe. Yeah, oh, can you imagine he's uh, like what do you think of tommy scarrett in it this is the worst you think he was good? this is the weird old old tom's tom, tommy scarrett tommy scarrett skirts <laughs> tommy skirts tommy skirts tommy skirts billy Shots. That was the name of uh, and, that was his pseudonym when he starred in other Ger- Gerard Damiano films. Tom Skirts. Yeah. Tom Skirts. <laughs> and Will- Willie Shatz. Billy Shatz. <laughs> and Ernie Borgs. What will next week's theme be? Satan. <laughs> Satan. No, uh, Christmas. Hail Satan. That's Hail Satan Christmas. Oh, yeah. Hail Krampus. Oh yeah, oh. next, uh, by the time next episode comes out, it's going to be December. Mm-hmm. So we will find some holiday themed uh, movies to watch for the, uh, the, the December episode. Right. But if you would like to write into the podcast, you can email us at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com uh, or you can tweet at us. My Twitter is at April at Mansky. I also have Instagram. 
Um, you can tweet me or follow me at Decluje, D-E-C-L-O-U-X. And uh, also on Letterboxd, Justin Declue, same spelling. You can see all the movies that I watch. I don't know why I'm making that like, ooh. Ooh. You're still in Halloween mode. It will never leave you. <laughs> I know, no, I know. Um, I'm on Twitter. It's uh, Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And I think uh, the same on Instagram. If and wanna. if you do want to send us a letter, if you ask a question, those are easier to like read on air and to actually discuss. So questions are good. Yeah. If you have something specific that we can address and, and discuss, then uh, then we can uh, then we'll then we'll read it out. Mm-hmm. But or or maybe someday we'll do like a fan mail specific episode. <laughs> Just April um, by herself. Read the fan. <laughs> Wouldn't you guys like to hear that? <laughs> right, right, and, and let me know. Um. So anyway, I hope you guys all have a devilishly good weekend. <laughs> uh, I'm April Mansky. I'm Justin the Clue. Hail Satan. <laughs> Damn it. Um, uh, and I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. In hell. <laughs>